as plans go, things didn't quite work out this week. We, um, we had a plan of, of what we were going to be talking about. We've been doing a, a fantastic book series throughout the, um, uh, the month, and uh, my, my thing has been changed, and, and God decided to say this week that that's not what we're going to be doing. Um, and this was an excellent uh, replacement. So hopefully you're up for, for doing some of the things that we did on camp, learning about some of the things that we learned about on camp, and finding out a little bit more about camp. And I'm going to start off by doing a, a bit of a multiple choice. So we're going to go table by table. So if you want to chat amongst yourselves um, at these questions, hopefully they're going to come up on the screen. Which of these happened during Livit, our camp over the last week? Uh, the minibus never arrived to collect the young people. Our van broke down on the way, or we forgot to pack half the tents and chairs. Have a quick chat amongst yourselves, and then we'll find out the winner. Okay, hands up for A. Who thinks it's A? No one. Hands up for B. Most of you. Hands up for C. And the correct answer is coming up. It's, I didn't turn it off. It's not working. Can someone else? Can we go back? It was B. The, the, the van was on its way, broke down on its way, and we had to rescue another van. Yes, I am being genuinely honest. The next what, slide. This is the most common sandwich I saw eaten. Anyone who went to live it knows what I'm talking about. Which of these was the most common sandwich? Okay, let's get your answers. Uh, hands up for A, hands up for B, and hands up for C. It was indeed C. Excellent. And um, anyone who had their hands up, would you try that sandwich? Did anyone that's at Livit try that sandwich? There we go, we got one. And was it good? It was good. Okay, next one. I don't know if I'm still doing it or not. Oh, lovely, a bit of PowerPoint that works. Uh, which food was uh, most young people trying to make or trying to eat over the weekend? Was it making fried bread over a campfire, trying to warm their cereal over the campfire, or eating various berries on the bushes surrounding our campsite? Which one of these happened? Okay, hands up, who thinks it's A? Who thinks it's B? Who thinks it's C? Okay, um, Jess, you were doing this uh, amongst us. Would you mind telling us which was the answer? Uh, it was A. It was A, it was trying to make fried bread over the campfire. You did a very good job, well done. And the last question is coming up. I'm still doing it, am I? Oh, there we go. It's working again. Fantastic. What
What did Charlie to forget to pack for his weekend away with Livit? Was it snacks and a water bottle? It was hot. Uh, swimming shorts for the water fight that we had, or a jumper and an airbed? What did Charlie forget to pack? All of the above isn't correct, just to let you know. Right then, who thinks it was snacks and a water bottle? No one. Who thinks it was swimming shorts for the water bite? This side. And who thinks it was a jumper and an airbed? This side. Uh, in fact, the answer is a jumper and an airbed. Uh, I absolutely got bitten to death and I slept really badly. So uh, if you ever go camping, take an airbed until the second night when I got bought one and I still owe them money for it. Excellent. Thank you very much for the slideshow. There we go. We can black screen that now. Um, we're going to play another little game that we played over the weekend as well. Um, so we want to get to know you because we got to know uh, a group of 21 young people over the weekend and there's a few more than that tonight and I, I want to get to know you guys too. So I want you to raise your hand. We did it slightly differently. We swapped places so that we could get to know each other better. Um, but I want you to raise your hand if you like sushi. There's a few of you in the room. I don't get it. I, I can't take cooked f uh, fish, let alone raw. Thank you very much, hands down. If you became a Christian in your teenage years, if you became Christian as a teenager, a lot of you, a lot of you. Super, thank you very much. If you like Marmite, oh, that's the people not to be friends with. Thank you very much. Um, Put your hand up if, along with the rest of the party, you would also stand as Conservative leader given the chance. No one. Okay, excellent. If you prefer dogs to cats, come on, hands up. No? Okay. Brilliant. Um, if you think the pineapple belongs on a pizza, look at them. Look at them. Excellent. Two to go. Put your hand up if you know where your Bible is right this second. Very proud of you. Well done, guys. And well done for being honest, those of you that haven't. And finally, um, hands up if you wanted to be an actor when you were older, as a child. One at the back. One here. And two here. Okay, you've just signed up for something. Um, <laughs> that those that live it know what was coming. Um, Emma, would you like to come up? We had one over here. Would you like to come up and join us? You can stay if you like. Okay. One at the back. Up you come. Up you come. Yeah, you wanted to be an actor. Super. Up you come. Welcome. <laughs> right. Um, so we're going to be actors up here. So... Um, Let's just get us, ourselves started. You wanted to be actors when you were young, so let's, um, I want to see you happy. Is that happy enough? Sad? Miserable? Okay, I know what to look for when I'm doing my talk. No, they're, they're not those faces. Okay, so we need Abraham, a donkey, and an Isaac. Um, so would anyone like to propose to be the donkey? Because I'm not going down that route. You're happy to be... Okay, so you're don the donkey. Okay, excellent. Abraham and Isaac. 
Super. You, you're, you just have to play along with what I'm going to read. Okay, are we ready? So take centre stage, ladies and gentlemen, our actors. <laughs> Super. So we know who we are. Excellent. So God said, Abraham. It's quite startling, isn't it? God is talking to you right now. Abraham. And God said, uh, take your dear son, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering. on one of the mountains that I'll point out to you. So, Abraham got up early one morning. Um, put a saddle on his donkey. <laughs> um, he got his son Isaac to chop up some wood. And then Isaac put the wood onto the donkey. And then they set out for the place that God had directed them. <laughs> it was quite a long way. <laughs> they came back. <laughs> they walked for three days and three nights in the heat. Yeah, it's three days and three nights. So. Okay. Um, and on the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Abraham tied his donkey to, the, to a tree. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and he took his son and told him that they were to go up to the mountain to worship. Abraham took the wood... for the burnt offering and gave it, gave it to Isaac to carry on his shoulders. Um, he carried uh, something to start a fire. Abraham carried something to start a fire and a knife. Excellent. Um, and the two of them set off up the mountain. Isaac said to Abraham, Father, yes, my son, we have the flint and the wood to start a fire. We have a knife to kill the sheep. But where's the sheep? Abraham said, son, God will see to it that there's a sheep for the burnt offering. So they kept walking together. Super. They arrived at the place to which God had directed them at the top of the mountain. He's done some excellent walking tonight, in this heat as well. Abraham used the wood to build a table on the floor that they would set fire to. So they laid out all the wood. He then tied up Isaac. And laid him on the wood. Yeah, so, yeah you wanted to be an actor. I, I'm loving the, uh, the effort here. Abraham reached out and took out his knife and held it above his son to kill him. Got a bit lower than that. Okay. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I was, yeah. Just then, a voice of the angel called out from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. 
Abraham uh, stopped killing his son and said yes. Yes. Don't lay a hand on that boy. Now I know how fearlessly you fear God. You didn't hesitate to place your son, your dear son, on an altar for me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. Abraham took this ram, sacrificed, we won't do this bit, so, <laughs> sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our play. Thank you very much. You need to untie the donkey. Is that as good as you saw it at Livet? Kind of. Okay. Excellent. Thank you so much for putting in the effort there. Um, this is one of the stories and one of the ways in which we shared some of what the, what's happened in the Bible um, at Livet. Um, we looked at three different stories and three stories that generally are quite well known. Um, we looked at David versus Goliath and then Jesus on the cross. Um, so on camp, we made people stay up here and we rewound the story again so they had to get back on the floor um, to different points. Abraham hearing God's plan for his son, um, Isaac asking Abraham where the sheep was, and Abraham finding the male goat for the sacrifice. Climbing this mountain being told something that you just didn't think was possible. Having spent a weekend away with our Livet lot, I've seen plenty of climbing up poles, up ropes, uh, trees, and climbing on each other. Um, so that when we heard this story of Abraham and Isaac, I was reminded how often my life feels like I'm trying to climb something. Whether or not I'm battling anxiety, whether or not I'm battling illness, worry, addiction, sin, life can often feel a bit like a climb. And I don't know where you are, because there's so many of you this evening, which is fantastic, but probably a, a very big mixture. You might feel like you're on a pretty steep climb tonight, or you might feel that it's levelled off and you've got a nice little level bit, a nice comfortable bit to walk along. Every time I go away with young people, I get to spend some decent time to talk to one, and I hear more and more of the pressures that are going on in their lives, things that... I never had to go through as a kid, which was only like 15 years ago. But whether or not it's what you wear, what you eat, what you play, what you do, what you own, what you wear on your feet, it's just unrelenting. Um, and we need to pray for our young people. Would someone mind doing that for me now? Thank you. Have we got the microphone? Almighty Father, I just thank you for every single young person that attends Pearly Baptist. I thank you so much for their gifts and their skills and all that they bring here. Um, Father God, as they grow up and face different challenges, maybe now, or maybe in the future, just ask, Lord, that they can know that they, firstly, that you walk with them, um, that you love them regardless of everything, um, that the grace that you provide is literally boundless. There is nothing that can ever separate them from you. So Lord, for every single young person that's here tonight and those who couldn't make it, everyone who went to live it, um, those in our children's groups, Father, I just ask that they'll, you'll be speaking to them right now, that your Holy Spirit will be working within them, that they will know that they, are, they will continue to remain close to you because you love them so much. Um, yeah, just pray for um, a fresh outpouring of your Holy Spirit, a fresh outpouring of 
um, their knowledge of your love for them, a fresh outpouring of just um, of wisdom, especially in these really difficult times. And Father, just ask that you just protect them with the son of your blood, um, the, the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. You just protect them as they're going, their, their goings and their comings and their backwards and their forwards, Lord. You'll just be there completely. They'll be safe and they'll be well. We pray for healing in all aspects of their lives, Lord. Um, yeah, just pray for every young, every adult who works with our young people as well, Lord, that they will just be creating safe spaces for them to just be themselves completely. Um, and yeah, that this place can be something that they can grow, they can find community, they can have fun, they can get to know you, um, and they can just continue to be striving on their relationship with you. All this I ask in son, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And when we are climbing, um, when we're climbing in our personal lives, when we're, when we're facing something that takes effort to get up, sometimes we can fail and sometimes we have to climb back down again. It might feel like failure. And some of our young people witnessed this over the weekend. We had some young people climb a big telephone pole that's probably as tall as this ceiling. Yeah? Um, and quite a lot of them got up there and realised at the top that they couldn't do the next bit um, of getting on top of it and they had to climb down or some of them uh, had a bit more energy to, to jump down and um, it might have felt like failure for some young people. Some however were victorious in what they did. Some climbed that giant pole and stood on top of it and looked down at us and then jumped off. Um, with perfect safety and, and loved the thrill. Finally, there was a 3G swing, this is what it was called, um, and you get hoisted into the air by everyone pulling you up, and then it gets let go into a free fall swing, um, and you get to go backwards and forwards. and All different ways of, of doing uh, f climbing and then falling. Some people went up in the swing and, and they didn't quite get to the top and they had to be lowered down again. All sorts of failing, all sorts of falling. But we saw so many different things over the weekend. Each time a young person fell this week, they had a big climb and they had a safety harness. So if it was the 3G swing, if it was from the top of the pole, if it was off of a tree, um, in, in all these other things, they had a safety harness that was strapped to them, strapped in, and it was checked by someone. I'm seeing some shaking heads, but you absolutely did. If you didn't have one on, you didn't do the activity, I saw. And so something in the moment that is hard to believe that this safety harness is going to work. So for some people, you just couldn't get over that feeling that actually I'm going to fall, I'm going to die, I'm going to... And, and it's hard for some. Some, something that this, this safety harness is something that some people just can't believe is going to work. Something that you have to put faith into working. And something that someone else might tell you it works and experienced it working, but you'll never know unless you try it yourself. And some of you might know where I'm going with this analogy. God loves us, and each of these stories that we had over the weekend had highs, lows, climbs and falls. We had two more stories that we looked at throughout the weekend, David and Goliath, and Jesus and the two thieves on the cross. And the point that a few young people came up to me afterwards and mentioned was that throughout the weekend in these stories, the, the timing was absolutely perfect. 
Abraham finding that male sheep just at the right time, as well as the timing that David enters the battlefield to hear what Goliath is saying, the mighty challenge. And finally, the thief on the cross that happens to be next to Jesus. And he hears all of the insults flying at Jesus and finally deciding that enough was enough and to acknowledge Jesus as God. Timing was everything to these stories. And timing is everything in our own lives. You only have to speak to people in this room after the, the service today to find out the countless times where timing has been perfect. Much like our stories from the weekend, where money hasn't been raised by like a final deadline, I'm sure there'll be people in here that can tell you stories that have happened in their lives or that they've heard where a major donor calls in at the last minute. Or that the church um, needs to find funding and then we just don't know where we're going to get it from and something happens at the right time. Or finding a donor for a major operation right at the perfect moment. I've seen all of these specific things happen myself and it's all perfect timing. God loves you, has a plan for your life and timing is his speciality. It's never going to come before you need it. And it's about putting faith into that God is going to do that. How many times I don't feel ready until I do it? How many times I don't feel capable until that thing comes? I did university at the age of 27, had never written an essay, and had left school at 16, and I felt absolutely terrified. And I passed, because God gave me the skills at the right time. He took them back again as well. If you get an email from me, the grammar, sorry, the, the apologies there now. Um, so how many times someone appears at the exact time that they are needed or know earlier and acting in faith and trusting that God has a plan for you will see you safe God wants to walk up your climbs and down with your falls and he too is like a safety harness it's not a perfect analogy but every time that you step out for God he is your safety harness he's got you there this is what we prayed with six um, superstars that stood up and prayed a prayer seeking God's forgiveness and offering their lives to God for his plans, for his ups and his downs. I spoke these words over the weekend. If you fall, he will catch you. If you trust in him, he will work for good. But I see him working when my feet aren't firmly on the floor. Because it's easy um, to stay on the floor, but it's, it's, it takes a risk to start moving up something, to go out and, and speak to someone about God. But every time I do, I see God working. Abraham trusted God had a plan and he followed it. How many times Abraham might have doubted or had, had second thoughts? We don't find that out. Um, it's, no, it's not mentioned that he did, but we don't find that out. And, and to me, just watching that story unravel, I just don't understand how Abraham could not have had second thoughts at any point. But you know what he did? He followed through and he trusted that God had something planned. He followed God and all of his commands and what happened was great. Abraham went on to be the founder of the new nation. God used him to do good for many people because Abraham gave God his entire life. And I don't know about you, but I still find parts of my life that I didn't even realise I hadn't given to God, let alone the ones I know I have. David heard some unreal things from Goliath and felt led to stand up for God's people and to tackle this giant. 
not on his own, but with a heavenly harness of angels on his side. Our thief on the cross that was being crucified for his crimes, he spent his final few moments defending a man who's done nothing wrong because he could finally see what was right. He stepped out for Jesus in his final moments of his life and was told by Jesus that later that day he'd be in paradise with him. As we close today, um, I've got two more questions for you to chat about. And these were questions that we asked uh, the, the Livet guys over the weekend, and hopefully we can find it on the screen. And they're beautifully centered on our screen here. So if you can chat amongst yourselves, if you could ask God one question, what would that question be? And what do you think that God wants from you? You've got a good five minutes, guys. Have a think. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you've all had an opportunity uh, to have a think about those questions, huge questions. Um, and I think we're going to come back to those later in the service. I'm glad you're having fun. Um, this evening has been a real honour to share with you some of the, what God taught me and taught through me this uh, last weekend. God does amazing things and it all comes at the right time. God is with you just like a safety harness would be. Um, not to physically catch you, but to care for you, to love you and to protect you. And a final point tonight about prayer. Over the weekend I had a lovely opportunity to pray for and with one or two of our young people that were carrying injuries to their hands. God led me to this prayer and I, I followed what I heard from God and, and it came out to something great. Uh, we prayed and received healing. Afterwards, we were able to continue to talk about the power of prayer. And I was questioned and asked, isn't praying for things selfish? And I thought it was a really difficult question because it, it just depended what they meant. And uh, we, we, got, we got there and... We live in a world where thoughts and prayers is a sentence that's uttered when something bad happens by all types of society. Thoughts and prayers. Prayer is something that we speak when we need something. No, I don't think it is. Prayer is our communication with God when something isn't right, either for us or someone else. God cares. Prayer is a way to hear from God too. We only have to close our mouths and endure that uncomfortable silence and stop and listen. Prayer can change the world. And prayer shouldn't be our last resort, but our first thought. So I'm going to pray for us now. Father God, thank you for this Live It camp. Thank you for the privilege of being able to attend and speak. Lord, there's been some fantastic responses. And Lord, we ask that you would inspire our church to look out for more ways that we can speak with young people and tell them that they are loved they are worth more than they know. Lord, I apologise for using analogies of how you look after us and protect us that aren't perfect. Nothing can, nothing can show, uh, no analogy will ever get you right because you're so much more loving than we can possibly say, that you care about us more than we can possibly know. We pray for our new six brothers and sisters. Lord, would you comfort them this week? Would you be with them and, and assure them that they know what they've decided and what their uh, choice was? Would you affirm that? Would you help them this week to, to work out what that means about their lives, about their priorities? And Lord, would you challenge them? 
Lord, we long for, for Christians in this church to, to go and do things, to go and change the world, either in Purley, either with, with family, with friends, or in, in specifically changing the world. Lord, we long for big things. Would you challenge us? And Lord, this evening is an evening of rejoicing in your word and in your presence and in your timing. Lord, would you see us at work in the smaller things in life as well as in the big things? As well as, uh, as, well as knowing that you work in the minutiae, in the smallest things in life, Lord, would you show us this week that just the incredible amount of things that you are doing? Help us to focus on, on you. And help us to know you more this week. Amen. <laughs>